We're going to kick off right at 8 o'clock. I do appreciate everybody taking the time to get on. For those of you who are on for the first time, are you going to hear some beep? And that beep is someone adding onto the line. We've asked people uh, not to announce themselves, but uh, usually somebody will come on at some point and announce themselves. But this is the Hey Ref Conference call. Uh, for those of you who are new again, we've, we've been doing this every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. We did from the beginning of the season all the way to the end. And the whole purpose of it was for all of us to be consistent with what are the things that are going on in volleyball. We've had a whole lot of things. We've had a whole lot of input. And I think it's really made our officials in this area a whole lot better because we have basically uh, led some interpretations and we are consistent with what it is that we're calling. And I reached out uh, this week to all of the coaches who have actually made it to the North half. Uh, congratulations to those coaches. That I know they've worked hard. The kids have worked hard and they deserve to be here. Uh, first thing, I want everybody to just mute their phone out. Do star six to mute your phone out. We're going to go about 15 minutes and then I've got a little input. I want the coaches to get involved in. At some point, if you have to leave, feel free to leave. You'll be able to, to see this. Uh, I will be sending out an email of all the notes that I've talked about and also what happened on the Hay Ref podcast. So you get an opportunity uh, to, to review it uh, if you have to leave or if you want to hear what your comments are as it relates to that. First thing I want to say is like congratulations not only to the coaches, but also to the referees who've been selected. I, I had over 100 officials in my area, so uh, now we've got 24 of the top officials uh, that was available to work the North half. So I want to assure the coaches that are coming in, these guys and girls know what they're doing. They've done a great job all season, and we've selected the best ones uh, to, to, keep the, to send you to Ole Miss uh, this weekend coming up. So hopefully these guys will get the job done. Hopefully they'll do uh, the right thing so that both teams will have an opportunity to win the game. And let me assure you, coaches, these are the same referees for those who, who actually who in this area are the ones who've been working the same games all season. We're not shipping in any new people. So some of the people you know, you may have some tendencies or think they have some tendencies. Hopefully uh, those things, uh, they go by the rule book and do things, that, do things that are exactly right the way they're supposed to be doing. What I need the referees to do, I need uh, R1. I need you to contact your crew before arrival. All games have been posted in Dragonfly, so you shouldn't have any problem with knowing who you'll be working with. And to the coaches, uh, you can see those games as well. You get a chance to see your, the officials who's going to be working your game. And if you can't see them, you can definitely give me a call and I'll definitely pass that on to you. I want you to know the officials, I'll be available uh, by text message or by phone call before and during the game. So if there's a decision that needs to be made, an interpretation or whatever, feel free to give me a call and we can get that done. I need you to get there early, officials. Uh, I, some of these teams are expecting large crowds. Uh, we need you in the gym when the crowd gets there. So be sure if you're a head ref, talk to your refs. Make sure that we you know, normally need to be there at least 30 minutes before the game. But now, since it's North half, do the best you can get there 45 minutes before the game so that the home coach won't have to worry about where the referees are. We talked about um, having a location that we meet if you don't travel together. We talked about having a location that you meet where you go in together and you can represent well when you do that and speak volume when the officials show up uh, together. If you decide uh, to tell your guys not to drift before the game, Get with the school administration to see if they can find your dressing area. And then once you make the phone call tomorrow to, call, to talk to the uh, game manager or the administrator who's going to be uh, on duty in charge of that facility, you know, ask them where can you park, ask them can they have a, a space available for you so you can get in and get out. Do the best you can to enter and leave the court together. And once you get on the court, first thing we want to do is check the net, we wait and check the weight of the balls, go over the playing area, walk around and see what kind of structures you may have and make sure you talk about all those things uh, in pregame. We don't want any surprises uh, during the course of the game. 
So, you know, some schools may have special situations, some special things that they've done throughout the whole course of the season. But from this point on, we're going book rule. Just make sure we do what we can uh, in order to get make sure it's fair for both teams. You know, in some situations throughout the course of the season, we played the basketball goals different. You know what the rule says, the basketball goal if it's over playing area and they can play it just like they play the ceiling. So make sure we understand going in what we're going to do. And so coaches on both sides will understand that. I need all one to instruct the line judges. You know, we're going to have line judges that may, may or may not have worked line judge all season. And that is a hard job. So. Don't assume, don't assume they know what's going on. So y'all get together and decide and make sure we all understand the role of the line judges so the coaches can understand that as well. Be sure you designate a floor captain. And in your pregame meeting, make sure you tell the coaches that their voice will be through their floor captain. And you know, we have teams that are coming in, teams that are playing in different areas. We have teams who work with different officials. So a lot of times, you know, there may be some different interpretation in some different areas. I hope we get to one day where everything is consistent that we all be doing it the same way, but the fact of the matter is, we're not at that point now. So when you have a situation and there's a floor captain, I want you to be approachable, especially R1. When the floor captain comes to you about some concerns or about a question, about an interpretation, be sure you, you're cordial and you answer those questions because you know, if they've been doing it a certain way throughout the whole course of the season, we can't expect them to change in one game. And we just want to be fair to everybody, especially those teams that are coming in. And, you know, we may have some teams in our area that may see the official for the first time. That official may, you know, be a little bit more stricter on some particular situation. If it is, make sure uh, you get your floor captain over there and designate that. We realize that there are teams that's going to be coming from other districts. So, our officials appreciate different in different areas. Let's enforce, when we talked about this every week, we've been on conference calls. Let's talk about enforcing the 100% rule. And, and our 100% rule is that when you make a call and you know you're 100% right, then we're good because it'll be proven out through video, through any kind of instant replay, whatever it may be, that you're right in the call. But now if you have any doubt, like it might have been or what have you, then it may be a possibility that you may need to look at that and I have no problem would you call in the crew together? Hey, if somebody was just was was mute their phone, I'll start sick to prevent the background noise. We definitely would appreciate it. So we only have a few more minutes with the officials. Then I I won't have a little bit input with, with some coaches that may be on the line, and so they can let you know figure out what we can do to make this thing better. When I talk about the hundred percent rule, let's say we have a situation where it, it may be an interpretation where there was three or four hits. Now, if you have a hundred, you know a hundred percent there was four hits, then we go. Then you go with your, what you have. But if you have a doubt in your mind, there's nothing wrong with getting the crew together to get the call right. This is the last chance for a lot of these teams. Uh, they'll be going home. The winner uh, will head to the state finals, and the loser will go home. So let's make sure that they go home happy. They're gonna be really upset about losing the game, but let. Let's not let it be a, a situation that could have been resolved in a, in, a, in a good way. So we'll make sure we do that. R1, I need you to be consistent as it relates to contacts. I know there's been situations where, you know, uh, there's been doubles called in some areas and doubles hadn't been called in other areas. And I think coaches will be satisfied if, if we be consistent because an obvious double is going to be an obvious double. But if we be consistent with our call, I think we'll be pleasing and the coach will understand that. But the, the, the worst thing that can happen is that we'd be inconsistent and, and, and it, one of those calls, it calls the team to win or lose a game. We talk about not giving the point too quick, especially when there's activity at the net. Because the worst thing that can happen in a game situation is we put points on the board and we have to take them off. So let's make sure that R1 and R2 
work together as it relates to that. We're asking R2, you know, your whole purpose, whole responsibility is the net. I think this year, especially in our area, I'm excited that our people have improved 100% as it relates to refereeing the net. We've had a lot of people over the years who've been watching the game as opposed to officiating the game. And at this level, we need to watch the game. We're not getting paid to fish to, to watch it. I'm sorry, we need to fish the game. We're not getting paid to watch it. So let's make sure that we uh, 100% watch the net and then watch uh, the center line. Of course, we've had some teams to come in and said that they have been at games where if you step on the line, it's been a violation. Well, we know the rule simply says you have to be completely over the line. So let's make sure we, we watch that. And a lot of times when a kid pivots, sometimes they'll step and pivot over the line. So that's why it's important for R2 to stay with the line and don't worry about anything else but the line in the net. You know, there may be a situation where you may have a tip. We've got line judges that can help on the tip. but. R2, that's not your responsibility. The only time you're going to be involved is when R1 asks for your opinion and that be your opinion on. You don't you know, make a ruling on anything as it relates to that. We'll be sure we, we talk about that. Don't hesitate to get the crew together to make the right decision. I mean, that, that's what it's all about. We don't, you know, somebody may know just a little bit more than another person. So let's make sure we, we are cultured with that. We know that head coaches have to speak to their captain, but we're going to use common sense as it relates to that. You know, when we know that the captain cannot relay the message like it needs to be relayed and they can't understand what's going on, I have no problem with, with, the, with the officials. You know, take it a minute to talk with the coach and explain the rules. You know, we have a yellow card. We have a red card. Red card is going to be last resort. The yellow card, you know, be professional as it relates to that. You know, we're not out there to, we're not out there so that we can throw somebody out of the game. We're out there to officiate the game. And if somebody get out of hand, you know, let's go with the head coach. Make the head coach handle, you know, we may have a situation sometimes where the assistant coaches may get, you know, a little out of control. If that happens, you know, give the, red, give the head coach an opportunity to handle that situation before we have to do something drastically. We, we don't want to throw anybody out of the game. When I say throw anybody out, we don't want to eject anybody out of the game. We talk about how to handle that. You know, when you have your game manager's meeting, make sure you get with the game manager and let them handle uh, unruly spectators and unruly crowd so that we definitely can have, you know, a good game uh, at, at this level. I'm asking the R2 to slow down on your substitution. Make sure that you have a great relationship with the score. Make sure the score has the number in every team that uses a libero, libero must have a libero tracker. It's gonna be mandatory at the state tournament for sure. It would definitely need to be mandatory at the North half as well. So let's make sure uh, we do that. Focus primarily on the net, focus primarily on football, focus primarily on contact, legal hits, and then the line judges. I know I've had several games this week where they were decided by the last call and the ball was in or out. So that's an important role for our, our, for our line judge people to make sure you stay focused, stay in the game, and make sure that your calls are clear. And one of the things that has worked well for us is let the ball hit the floor before you make a call. And coaches, we definitely you know, want to make sure that the game is called fairly. We want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to win. We make, want to make sure that our people, the referees that are there, that they are approachable, that they understand that the game is not about them. The game is about the kids. We want the kids to have an opportunity to play. And at the same time, when rules are violated, we need to make sure that, they are, that you know things are, are done properly and decent and in order. Now, with that being said, those are all the instructions I have for our, our referees. I've asked some coaches uh, to be on and basically want to talk to them just a little bit about where we are as it relates to the sport of volleyball. We have 
at least if all the coaches are here, we have 12 of the top coaches in the state because they worked hard, their teams have played hard, and they made it to the North half. And you don't get there by not having a good quality team. And one of the things that you know we're concerned about is, and I've, I've talked to some of the coaches about this, and that you know I've been doing this for a long time. And I started out when we, when we were doing 15 point rally. So that means that from my experience, you know, the coaches have developed, players have developed, but for the most part, a lot of our officials have stayed the same. And we need to get to a point where our officials are just at the level with the players. I don't know if we're going to get to the level of the players because we don't have enough stuff to do during the, during the off season in order to get better. So that's one of the things I wanted to, to talk to the coaches about. And coach, if you uh, would like to make an, have an opinion about what I'm about to talk about, please feel free. You can introduce yourself, or you don't have to do introduce yourself. You can just make a statement. And I, I sent some information out to you guys about what you know our concerns were. And if you can help us out, we definitely would definitely appreciate it. One of the things we want to make sure that you know is that we're a team. We're you know the coaches and the officials. You know, I don't know if you guys realize this, but we're all in the same thing. We're all in the same together. And so sometimes we get a little frustrated with each other. That's okay, but that's the way things, that's the way things are. First thing is, as a volleyball coach, you know, I know we have a lot of camps for basketball. We have a lot of training for football and baseball. But right now, we don't do anything for volleyball. So my question to you as coaches, do you feel like, we are at a level as a, as officials. Are we behind the players? Can any any of the coaches come in on that? Okay, I did have one coach to come in uh, on it, and, and simply was saying that you know we as as during the summer, uh, the officials don't have an opportunity to work any camps. I know there's a couple of schools that does a couple of things. I know Lake Cumberland has been doing something during the summer, and I think some of the schools in the seven A does something during the summer. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm the assigner for officials in this whole area up here. So if if coaches would put things put some things together and contact me, then I want to be in a situation where I can require officials to attend certain training camps throughout the course of the summer. Um, so with that being said, you know, I want you to take this information and say that we all in, and we want to do some training, but more training during the summer. If, and, but we got to have opportunities to do that. You know, we can't organize it. If you want to organize something, and we can get together and organize something, I can handle the officials. Part. I know June, the month of June is a month for basketball players. I know you may have a bunch of kids playing basketball, but sometime between uh, June and, and the beginning of the volleyball season, if you want to organize something, I definitely will, will provide officials for you and we can move forward with that. The other thing is, we talked about uh, if, if the sport of volleyball being recognized, in your opinion, coach, is the sport of volleyball being recognized just like other sports? And what I'm saying that, you know, I know from time to time, you know, we meet teams and coaches who don't really um, get that involved in the sport. So, and I know it, it's difficult for us, you know, coaches complain about doubles because in, in this area, we don't have a whole lot of doubles being called. And then you go to state tournament, and they call them just right on every hit. Well, the problem is with, with us here is that we have some teams who we don't want the game to turn into an actionless contest. And with that being said, it's difficult sometimes when we let something go on one side and call a double on the other side. So I think it's something we've got to work on. And, I, 
you know, one of the things that coaches can do is, you know, try to teach the skills like they need to be taught and the officials can officiate it like they need to be officiated. Sometimes we have a, we have a whole lot of issues in, in doing that. So if anybody won't have some comment about what we can do better from a training standpoint, I'm out. We're open. We're all ears. We got a lot of officials on the line, and you know they they know that. Uh, what we've been trying to do, we've been trying to develop a level of accountability, and I think they understand that. So whatever we can implement, we we're willing to do it. Can I get any comment from any coach to give us any idea of some things that we can probably do to help uh, us get volleyball officials, you know, close to the level of the coaches and the players? I'll comment on that. So I think it's really important to learn the, the rules, but not just to learn them, but to be able to see them too. So this could be done in different ways where training videos are put together from high school clips or even college clips. But I think one of the biggest things is just understanding what a back row attack is, what an illegal block is, what an over is, if my setter is getting ready to go up in the middle block, press it over. Um, things like that, I think, are some of the most misunderstood concepts in our sport. I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I can see it a lot, especially uh, at, at the high at the very very high level because you know in some of those games you, you know those are junior college and college level games and you know that that is really really important because you know we've had some issues throughout the course of the season with the libero jumping and you know what we've determined is that the libero you know is a volleyball player just like everybody else and you know we got to consider the height of the net and where the ball is and sometimes you know it's not an absolute thing so i I totally agree, Coach. So what we need to do at some point as videos become available to you guys, if y'all would shoot them to me, and I would definitely send those out uh, during the course of the off-season so our people can be taking a look at them. You know, it's nothing like calling the game, though. So you can see videos all day, but if you don't get out there and work it, it it's, it's difficult. So I appreciate that input. Anybody else has any comment? Okay, well, I, all I can say is I appreciate everybody being on, and, you know, I, I, we, I am transparent. And I hopefully that you know you guys can understand that and do what we can to get in, to get involved and make officiating in the north a whole lot better. And again, congratulations to all the coaches. If any officials on the line, uh, you know, guys, let's work hard. Let's make sure everything is done good, decent, and in order. And maybe may the best team win. And I'll see you guys uh, at the state finals this weekend. With that being said, you know, if, I, if anybody else has any no comment, I appreciate everybody being on, and thank you for for, for listening in.